Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here we are. Episode 185. The go home Ooh. episode of 2020. <laughs> for bad media. We really Man, Teak was right. We, we, we to were go not going to hit 200 before the end of the year. Did Teak call that? He called that like in January. He was asking about that a long time ago. He yeah. was right. Well, Teak is, uh, is a fortune teller. All right. So, yo, 185 is here, and it is December 30th, final episode of the year. 2020 could kick rocks, could get future endeavored, could get whatever. Fucking written. Whatever <laughs> needs to happen for 2020 yeah. to we get We do not wish here. you the best in all your future endeavors. <laughs> Not at all. Oh, man. So, yo, shouts to everybody who may be watching us on Twitch. We are on twitch.tv slash mega underscore Rand. And, of course, we always broadcast live on the Geekscape Network as well as the Steel Cage Network, where you can catch us whenever we record episodes. All right. right. All right. So, as we always do about this time, we start off the show with something not wrestling before we get into heavy wrestling. Uh, this segment is called The Putovers. This is where we put over things that we are really into that are outside the world of wrestling. So I am doing a lot of talking, so I'm going to have somebody else go first. G1, what do you got? All right, my putover is going to be uh, My Rainey's Black Bottom on Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, which I had a chance to watch uh, on Christmas Day while I was out of town, and uh, Viola Davis uh, playing the role of Ma Rainey. Of course, Viola Davis, great job. You know, all praises due to the beautiful Viola Davis right there. But also, we got to talk about Mr. Chadwick Boseman, because this was his last role. This movie was in post-production when he unfortunately passed away. And, man, when I tell you my brother uh, put his fucking foot in this role, God, man. Mm. Wow. I heard a lot of people say, like, this is his best role, which is, man, like, really unfortunate. Man, bro, I mean, anybody that fo- anybody that follows me on Instagram at G1 to the rescue, you've probably seen the, the, the slight movie clip that I put up of him just delivering a line as this mm. kind of confused sort of, you know, not really a bad guy, but not really a good dude type character. And, and man, he just... He delivered them. He delivered that role with so much conviction. You could tell that that this there, this was there was also a play. I think uh, where this movie kind of derived from. So you could tell there's a lot of theatrical line delivering. But man, he showed out. I mean, I love the whole movie, but I I, I can't take no attention away from Chadwick. He showed his ass in this film for this to be his last role. Uh, you know, God rest his soul again, man. Uh, another Titan we lost in 2020 for sure. But My Rainey's Black Bottom on Netflix right now. Go watch that shit. Shit was amazing. I got other movies that I that I could talk about that we'll probably get into at some point. But that was the one that was like, wow. Yeah, don't talk about it because it might be somebody's put over. Of course, right, right. Of course. So I'm going to put over. We haven't actually talked 
amongst each other about our putovers. So I hope I don't step on everybody's toes. But mm-hmm. I always try to avoid Netflix because I know that somebody's going to have something Netflix. <laughs> but this time, I had to go Netflix. Yesterday, I watched Death to 2020. Ooh. Uh, you have yes, to sir, watch that was, that was a good one. It's so good. It's by the Black Mirror creators. So oh, okay. kind of like a heavy British, you know, influence. But yeah, like, it's pure comedy. I mean, Tracy Ullman playing the queen. Um, I mean, you got Samuel Jackson. You got Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Um, uh, Kumail. Like so many just really super funny people in these like roles of playing. This is great mockumentary about the death of 2020. Like you how- had me as Sam Jackson and Tracy Ullman. That's it. I'm going to watch that <laughs> right now. Pretty much, it's it's so good, and it and it recaps all of 2020. And I'm thinking, why would I want to recap 2020? It sucked, <laughs> you know. But it does it in the right way, where it's like, yeah, you know, you hated it, we hated it too, and this is why this year sucked. Uh, it's really, really well done. So I would absolutely recommend it. Death to 2020. Right now, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes has it as a 27. percent But what do they know? They don't know nothing. It's only about an hour. Uh, hour 10 minutes and it's a very good watch and when you think black mirror you think oh super heavy serious it's not that at all so i think you'll love it death to 2020 on your netflix streaming right now yeah uh teak since i'm only seeing your shoulder give us Yo, your, give us your, <laughs> your pick what's your put over sir so since this is our um, first time recording and, you know, all congregating since Christmas. Um, something that I did during Christmas, kind of like something that I normally do every year, you know, getting older, but going back and watching old, like, um, nostalgic Christmas, um, programming from when I grew up. Um, so I'm gonna put over some of that stuff. Like I went back and watched, um, the Garfield Christmas. <laughs> Garfield. I don't think I ever seen that Garfield Christmas. Okay, you've never seen a Garfield Christmas. I've Yo, seen Garfield Christmas is fucking classic, classic, bro. Did he have yeah. lasagna for Christmas? I need to know. It started. It started off with like a um, what's the dude's name? Is it Dave? John. 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 John, John, John had, <laughs> had had gifted him a robot that like made him everything that he wanted, but this was in his dream. And then he was just getting a bunch of lasagna because (laughs) that's what he wanted. Made whatever he wanted. This this is the one with the with the grandmother, right? Yeah, it's the the special when they end up they they go back to John's home for um John boy spend Christmas with his family. Um, but it's a good episode. And then um, and then I always go back and watch like um the California Raisins Christmas special. That's not exactly the name of it, but you know what I'm talking about. Like a claymation Christmas, I think. The claymation one, yeah, that's got the California Raisins doing um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in it. Yeah, I can watch that one. (laughs) These are classics. That's what's up, man. Did you watch um, Charlie Brown Christmas? You watch Rudolph, you watch Charlie Brown, you watch Home Alone Christmas Story. I I didn't go, I didn't watch... um, I didn't watch Charlie Brown. They were only showing the Charlie. I mean, you probably could find it anywhere. I think they were only showing it on Amazon, um, I believe, because they didn't show 
a great pumpkin on network TV either. I think they only showed that on Amazon TV this year. This was the first year that they didn't air the Charlie Brown specials. Um, and, and I don't really fuck with a Christmas story like that. Honestly, like I get so tired of it being on um, like constant uh, marathon during the holidays. All day, every day. Yeah. yeah. They the, movies that I, the, the Christmas movies I watched this year, I watched um, Batman Returns because that's a Christmas movie. I heard. Mm-hmm. And um, and I watched um, Harold and Kumar Christmas. Okay, okay. Those, those are my Christmas movies this year. The Charlie Brown Christmas shit is special because of the music. Like, that version of Christmas time is here. Like, I had that shit on a loop, just yes. smoking a blunt. And, man, <laughs> just don't get no better than that. Good old jazz. Wow. Yeah, man, that Vince Guaraldi album is a classic. So much so that uh, I sampled it, me and D&3. We did an album, Very Random Christmas, and ah. uh, we sampled all of the Charlie Brown tracks and um, Christmas Time is here. Christmas is coming, all that's on there. Um, <clears throat> so, actually, since we're live, I mean, how was everybody's Christmas? I mean, if we could just briefly... You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, did y'all enjoy your Christmas? I know 2020 has sucked, but like, was this <coughs> at least the one moment where everybody was like, all right, that wasn't bad. I enjoyed I enjoyed my nephew's reaction to his presence. <laughs> you know, nice. watching because I mean, Christmas at this point, man, it's, it's, it's for the kids and seeing how excited he was, you know, with the stuff that Santa left him and then watching him open everything and just his reactions and you know, yeah, it was dope, man. He was he was stoked. I got him the Mandalorian costume, and I got him that fifteen inch talking that. Mando doll. <laughs> yeah, I saw I that picture, that, man. He looked so, good, man. Uh, yeah, yeah no, nah, he uh, that made my Christmas. Just watching him, the sheer excitement of him, you know, made it worthwhile. And it was cool. Just you know, it was a small number of us at my mom's house, so just you know, for dinner, and mm-hmm. you know, usually it's when it's non COVID time. There's like thirty to forty people at my mom's crib, but. Wow. Now there's 10, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> I've kind of grown to like that. You know, it's not as hectic and it's just, it's it's better. So it was good, man. For sure. That's what's up, man. Uh, Neo, how was your Christmas? I'm going to get back to your putovers as well, but just briefly, how was your Christmas? I just enjoyed having days off, man. Like I, um, Yo. that's really all I did because, you know, I don't really do, you know, Christmas per se. Um, but uh, just having days off and just chilling out at home, catching up on video games, uh, catching up on, on shows, rewatching those guilty pleasures really. So, I mean, just having the days off really was, was all, Mm. all that mattered for me. In fact, I actually have tomorrow off because again, I just, I just have all these days off that if I don't use, I lose. So like I, I worked I didn't work Monday nor Tuesday. I work today, but I have tomorrow, Friday, then again, Saturday, Sunday. Nice. Word. Yeah, Days off are great. Um, yes, they are. I think we're going to have, we're going to just do a small thing. I think my wife's working tomorrow, but when she's off, we're going to just watch some TV, relax. She's into Black Eyed Peas on, on New Year's. So that's what we're going to have. That's supposed to be good. Days off don't mean shit when you in a pandemic, man. When I have to be, when I have to work at home, Get off work and be at home, and on my days off, be at home. Who gives a fuck about a day off? So I know what Neo talk. I know what Neo. Right. Talk about. He's like, 
probably going stir crazy with days off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. Because it's like, what can you do? You're still home. I mean, for me, it's like, all right, I'll at least play a video game that I hadn't played or something. But yeah, you're still stuck in the house. So it's not much of a vacation. Um, G1, how was your holiday? I can sum up my Christmas in one picture. Aww. I was high. We was high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see the look in that smoke. Yo. No, nah, man. I'm talking about smacked off that motherfucking uh, monogram off that hole. Uh, yeah, but um, okay. no, nah, man. I was out in... Um, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I'll smoke some of that. But yeah, I was out in, um, in Rolling Heights with Lori. Much love to you. Um, man, it was just a peaceful, you know, three days of just good food, good weed, nice. good vibes. We, we watched uh, we watched my Randy's Black Bottom. We watched Soul, which I didn't get a chance to get into. We watched um, Wonder Woman 84. It was, you know, it was just, it, it was just, fuck that. Shit was good. But yeah, it was just it was just good vibes, man. It was it was just really good vibes. And honestly, these last couple of months of 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 twenty twenty, uh, I've 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 been my happiness, I, my happiest. I've been feeling like me again. So Christmas was great for me, and New Year's finna be even great. She's uh she's driving up here uh, tomorrow, so she's gonna spend New Year's with me up here. What's up? Excited about that. Teak, how was your holiday? Yeah. Um, my holiday was good. I was high as well. Um, <laughs> watched some talked a little bit. Watched some holiday specials. Ate some good food. Nice. Um, got to see my daughter. So um, got her gifts and stuff. I know y'all saw her too. I know Tiff brought her by you and Rachel. Yeah, yeah, we got her a couple things too. So that She's was so fun beautiful. seeing her. She would She's just so beautiful, man. <laughs> she would rip open a package and then just give it to somebody, whatever it was, and then go open Aww. the next one and give it to somebody. Open Aww. the next one, give it to somebody. So we like, no, that's one. yours. It's yours. She's like, whatever. My mom got her this um this like motorized like trike, like a power wheel. Oh that, wow. um but it says for ages three and up. And, you know, she's only one. So, like, I put her on it. She doesn't really know how to, like, push the pedal down or hold the handlebars and stuff yet. I, I put her foot on the pedal, and then the the thing took off with her on it. And then I don't think she likes it. She cried after that. And she was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not used to stuff moving me around like that yet. So, <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> so, she liked the, the lights and the music, but she got to get used to to riding around. She ain't a rough rider yet. <laughs> rough rider. Uh, all right, so let's get back to our putovers then. We well, got... Did, did you oh, guys... T, get... What was yours? Just every holiday cartoon movie? Yeah, just um, <laughs> just just Christmas nostalgia. All Christmas right. nostalgia. That, the power of nostalgia. Can't get much more broad than that, but I'll take it. Yeah. Christmas nostalgia. I was going to put Garfield Christmas. I mean... That's yeah, you... Which... you Put Garfield Christmas, man. People will know. You're the only one that don't. I'm the only one, apparently. And I love Garfield. How did I not see this? You know what, though? No, because you know what? I remember seeing it, like, on network TV when I was a kid. And then it was on, like, for one year. And never saw it again. And then I finally tracked it down on VHS, like, eight or nine years ago when I bought it. Mm Because I loved it. It was just a classic. 
I don't, I don't, I don't think it really got a lot of airplay on regular TV after the one time. No, I this, at, at this time and age, just something like if, if, if you don't know, you don't know. It's something you got to pass along, you know. But I was able mm-hmm. to, I watched, I watched it on YouTube though, so you can YouTube it. Okay, yeah. See. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Everything's on YouTube, so you can everything is on YouTube. They got stuff on YouTube with the um with the OG commercials from that time too. Oh, so wow, that's the, I like, love this, that shit. I like that's pretty cool. Watch it, um, but I was yeah. gonna ask you guys real quick before you got to the next person. Did um did any of you guys like get something for Christmas? I know we all adults, so it's like we want something, we buy it usually. But did you guys get anything for Christmas that was like on your list or something that was, you know? Yeah. Special? See, I gotta be careful. If I put something on the list, my my wife or her sister will just get it. You know, so I'll be like, mm, I gotta think of it's something I really want. And there was something I wanted and they got it. There was a pair of AirPods. So oh, nice. um I'm now one of those guys who walks around with AirPods in all the time. Cool thing is they're monogrammed. I don't know if you could see this. Did you get, oh, you got your name on them? But it says Mega Ran. Yeah. Nice. With two so that, oh, that's dope. I love it. That's pretty neat. So shout out to the wife for that. Um, so that was the one thing that, yeah, I really wanted that I was able to, to nab. Um, she got me a flea of Red Hot Chili Peppers autobiography. Oh, nice. uh, so I'm really looking forward to reading that. Uh, I heard it was a really good story. Um and yeah, so I had a good time, man. Uh, and that was the thing that I got. Did anybody get something really cool for Christmas that they were looking for? Um, I mean, we just, I think, I mean, I got some cool things I got. My brother got me a bottle of Japanese whiskey. Um, if you never had Japanese whiskey, I highly recommend trying it. The best. It's, it's way different, but it's good. Whiskey. I love Japanese whiskey, Woo! bro. Yeah, it's good. Yes. And then he got me a bottle of uh, Screwball, the peanut butter joint. Oh, oh. oh. it's funny. Yo. You just talking about stuff. that shit at work. And it's I'm speaking like, of, speaking of, I think it was y'all who put me onto that in the group, yeah. group chat. Speaking of, I was grabbing, I grabbed some beers earlier today with Cap because I wanted to get some uh, some beer for tomorrow. And the girl that was serving at Front Porch, we were talking about screw, Screwball. Yeah, shut up, Neil. You go there all the time without us. Um <laughs> <laughs> she we, she heard us talking about uh, screwball, and she said to throw some screwball in hot chocolate, and I'm like, ooh, ooh, that's a game changer, right? I made that oh. same face. I, I put some. Um, like I was fortunate enough on Christmas to have some coquito, and I put some of Yo, that in my coffee, and whoo. That blew my mind and some coffee. Coquitos is shit, bro. Yes, it is. I, I think it's the first time I'd had it, but it was so good. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, need I to haven't find had some... football since my birthday. Oh, well, that was, Damn. That was that like was a year ago. Time <laughs> I had it. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, we got to get, get everybody back on the screwball train because yeah, that yeah, stuff is good. Um, all right, let's um, get through these putovers. Uh, uh, Rock, what you got for yeah. us? Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually going to put over um, a new project um, from Marquel Delwan. He is a local act. He comes from legendary lineage. Um, He is IROC, who I consider to be the the governor of Arizona hip-hop. He is the OG of OGs. Mm -hmm. Um, His son is really dope. I've been a fan since the first time I heard him doing like one, you know, little little one-offs. He did a lot of music on the, the system soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, and just released an EP on Monday called Nothing Is Permanent. Okay. Um, six, it's seven joints. Uh, it's fucking dope, man. Like, 
Duke can rap his ass off. You know, he it's, does. It's on all the everything. streaming services and all that. Yeah, it's on all the streaming services. Nice. Um, I just shit. I bought it. I did it was like seven bucks on iTunes. You know, I just bought it. Um, production's dope. Um, his bars are dope. He's got Delhi on there. Delhi every day. If y'all are familiar with mm-hmm. with Mister Delhi, salute. Yeah. Um, it's just dope, man. He's just got a really dope voice and a real dope flow, and he's got bars, man. He can rap, and that's all that I really care about. Mm-hmm. Like if you can rap, I'm gonna fuck with you. Yeah, and he's uh, dope. he raps. He, he he can rap, rap like not just rap. He can rap, 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 and Absolutely. rap. So, twice. Dude's nice. Dude is nice. Yes, indeed. He's dude dope. is real nice. So if you if you if you can check that out, um, it is on all your streaming services. And yeah, man, quality, quality. I mean, considering where you know where, who his pops is and the circles he runs in, like no surprise, it sound as crisp as it does. It's 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 dope, man. It's really dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um, he's on Bootleg Kev's label. Yeah, it is on Ready Set Records. Yeah, he's being mm-hmm. um, like that. I ain't know Bootleg Kev had a label. That's yeah, he uh, Kev I saw him on when when Kev did the when he did his cipher. Mm-hmm. He killed that shit. The other dude that surprised me, who I never really heard before, was was it, is it Merkums? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Merkums. That dude can Merkums. Yeah, he's dope too. That dude can rap too. That dude can really rap. Only by reputation. Somebody else just talked about him. Not yeah, that he's long dope. Ago. Yeah. So yeah, up, check man. out, check out Marquel, man. He is a very talented musician, artist, whatever you want to call him, MC. He's just he's dope, man. Check him out. For sure, we did a um on the Emerald Nights too. We did a remix of Worldwide, a track on there, and he's on that, and he like murders it. Um, so, oh, yeah. that's dude. Yeah, that's him. Oh hell yeah, he's dope. <laughs> That's okay. dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's dude. My, my inner hometown came out. Yeah, that's, that's dude. Um, so, yeah, man. Uh, oh, wait. Who's next? Uh, we still need Neo's put over. Oh, yeah. What'll it be, Neo? So, you know, I've been, I feel like I can openly say that I've been drinking a lot this past, <laughs> this past two weeks. What? Who would have known? You know, I had a bunch of days off, dog. (laughs) So, yeah. So I actually, I I actually, uh, my my job gave me a a total wine gift card. So I bought a bottle of the Terramana tequila. Ooh, that Terramana is point. Fucking is it good? Yeah, I'm cutting it with a little lemonade right now. Still tastes pretty good. Ooh, I had it. Somebody sent uh, one of my longtime friends that sent me a bottle for my birthday uh, earlier this year. And uh, me and my homie Josh, shout out to Josh. We took that down shot by shot by shot. Mm-hmm. I was drink, I was drinking that shit straight up with a little <laughs> bit of seltzer water, just a, a club soda rather, just to give it a little. Man, I was boozy as hell with this shit. So good. Though. Yeah. So I've been trying out different things, buying different beers. But in that time that I would, uh, you know, swim in that pool full of liquor, I would listen to some Spanish music. Uh, specifically, the artist's name is uh, Nathaniel Cano. And <clears throat> not yet. <laughs> um, nah, yeah. But Nathaniel Cano, and I'll, don't worry, Ryan, I'll post the notes in the, in the write-up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to definitely do that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so I there's this it. genre of music called Corridos Tumbados. That means it's essentially, think about your traditional like Mexican-style music, but with very deep bass and trap sounds. So it kind of takes the traditional Mexican music and flips it on its gangster side. Um, 
you know, and I really appreciate it. And it's just really good drinking music, especially if you know the words. Uh, so I'll put it over. I put a little diversity in this in this bunch, this little Latino twist, okay. if you will. A little flavor. Yeah, so flavor. I'm going to put over, if you ever get a chance and you know Spanish, there's Selena's. appreciate that. Thank you, G1. Uh, um, I was actually my last put over, the Selena series. But yeah, yeah, if you ever get a chance, check them out. Uh, if you like Spanish, you know, you know, traditional music, but you know, you want to get a twist to it. It's called Corridos Tumbados. Oh, I can really okay. appreciate that right now. <clears throat> so nice. I, I just been playing that when I've been drinking these past two weeks. So that's nice. my jam right there. You know what so, I fuck? You know what I fuck with on the Latin side? I fuck with Anita. She's she's nice. I like the single uh, Papato. Mm. That shit hard. I like that joint. Nice. I've never heard of that one, but I'll give yeah, it that's a, that's a banger, Papato by Anita. It's Anita and two other guys who was rapping their ass off. Mind you, I didn't mm. understand a lick of what they were saying, but the <laughs> flow was so crazy. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> right. And sometimes just by like listening to the pitch, <coughs> the swag, the the cadence, you can kind of get a sense of you know what's going on, right? Yeah, um, like I know it was some sexual <laughs> shit. Like she's twerking and shit on the video. She got a pussy all on dudes. Now. I know what's up. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. She's bad. She's she's a nice. Okay. Oh, she play, she don't play fair. pussy. Pussy on the neck. <laughs> on the neck. Is that the name yeah. of the episode? Yeah. No, we ain't gonna do that. Good old neck pussy. Neck. <laughs> it's white feet. What's up, Rachel? Hey, they said what's up. Hey. She brought me a little pizza. Darbo, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Says, Happy New Year. Um, you're gonna get all, right, all, over, the, all over the keyboard. I know. Um, so uh, without any further ado, I want to talk wrestling. Um, we'll we can save the sad stuff for later. I mainly want to recap the year that was in wrestling. It's been a really, really crazy year, you know what I mean? I can remember Antique, wherever, whenever he shows up, can attest that we started <laughs> off the year and uh, <laughs> we started off the year. Sorry, in here. Houston at the Royal Rumble, like you know, and I think that was that was kind of the beginning of 2020 going the way of the the dogs because Kobe Dude, died that was, same weekend. That was ground zero for what 2020 ended up being, man. While we were out there, because I still say like when we were out there, that was when um, Kobe cr- died in a helicopter crash. R.I.P. Because mm-hmm. that was right before. Royal Rumble when we saw that on the news and while we were out there with your homie was the first time that I had ever talked or was watching videos about COVID and I remember us talking like laughing and joking about it uh that's that's not gonna you know that's gonna be you know making jokes about Resident Evil or Walking (laughs) Dead and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. you know oh it's gonna 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 be some sort of um biological blah 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 and now look at us damn near the whole year (laughs) Right, like nobody would have thought in January that we were going to be completely locked down for the whole year. No, not not when Edge came back. I, <laughs> right, I was, I was like, man, Edge came back. I seen Goldberg for the first time at SmackDown with one of my best friends. Like, no, nah, mm-hmm. hell no, nah. you ain't never finna tell me that we just finna be fucked up, stuck in the house all 2020. Shit came from left field like a nasty Tyson punch. It was so bad. <laughs> Man. Yeah, so I've seen I, I saw an article at the Sportster that I want to talk to you guys about the ten best gimmicks and worst of 2020, and I want to oh get boy. a quick opinion. 
Agree or no? All right. Um, I'm going to pick each one of y'all to do this one. Okay. Rock. Yeah. Number 10 best gimmick on here was Bailey. Agree or disagree? I think she should be higher up, but yes, I agree. I I do too. I think Bailey did a huge 180 this year and like killed it. I can still remember her. Maybe it was after Mania in the empty building, like just jumping mm-hmm. around oh, she, and like what did she do? Yeah. She was she would always like tease uh, Corey Graves and all that. Like mm-hmm. she would hear his commentary. Like Bailey took this whole pandemic thing and took it to another level. So yes, I would say she's probably arguably best heel of yeah. of WWE of the year. I mean, Roman Max. came in late, but you know, Bailey Bailey really really did it. All right, so you agree, but should be higher. All right, um, Neo. The Sportster says one of the worst gimmicks was a guy we saw tonight. Attribution? Eric Rowan, when he was walking around with his tarantula? A giant spider in his back in, his, in the cage. Yeah, that was really bad. That was really bad because the payoff was like shit. Like it was just such shit. And it was just. It felt almost comedic, like it. It's, it. I felt like it insulted my intelligence as a wrestling fan. You know, super big fedora and everything. Um, yeah, Marky. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, yeah, like Vince thinks that's popping in the streets. Spiders in the cage, like <laughs> that was weird. Right, but the but the <laughs> so reason tough. that it was real bad though was that somebody wrote that for him, and then after that he got future endeavored. <laughs> He got future endeavor, but hey, shout outs to him. He he played a big retribution role tonight's show, man. So mm-hmm. right, but I guess he couldn't get no the pun intended. Over, so <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right about that. When they give you a terrible gimmick and then they fire you a few months later, it's like, come on, who's whose fault was this? But well, they, you, you always hear those stories about people making the most of what they're giving. Right, you, you couldn't get it high. Couldn't get he it hot. He wasn't able to get that gimmick over. <laughs> Jericho, I mean, say what we want about him. Jericho would have got that gimmick over. A, a spider. I think he could get anything over. <laughs> yeah. No, that's facts. You know what I'm saying? Everything Jericho got a list up. over. A list for many got a, years. Got a scarf over. <laughs> a scarf. He couldn't get Trump over. <laughs> Good one. Well, I mean, Trump right. ain't left yet, though, so we don't Not- know that yet. <laughs> Trump don't want to leave. They're still trying. Uh, okay, G one. Uh, um, an argument for best gimmick is MJF here. Agree or not? Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. MJF is one of the best assholes in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Point blank. I mean, it was even evident tonight. Like the, you know. The, oh yeah. Yeah, like what? Like it, it, we'll get into it, but. Damn, like, how big of an asshole can you be? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I, I fucking love Like, to man. go full heel tonight? Like, <laughs> only he could have done it. That's what know? I'm saying, bro. And he lives man, the gimmick, man. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, that's what, man. That's what's going to make a great heel is to be a heel when, when Every, you shouldn't be. When everybody else is day. like, oh, no, nah, man, I don't want to do that. It's like, nah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Give me the ball, coach. <laughs> like, right, I'm going in. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. <laughs> Agreed on that. Uh, Rock, we got a worst gimmick vote for Retribution. Agree? Or that not? might be the worst gimmick in the history of the WWE. 
Like I still cringe when they come out. Agree. I it's just I don't understand how they're wasting a talent like Dominic Dijakovic. They're wasting Mia Yim. Um, I I just I don't get it, man. I don't. I just don't get it. Early, hey, I saw a photo earlier today that had um Bobby Lashley spanking Mia Yim in Impact. I don't know. I don't know what it's in regards to. They were in the middle oh, wow. of the ring, and she was over his knee, getting spanked. Oh, God. And that was probably a better gimmick than retribution. Damn! <laughs> wow. You know yeah, it's, it's. I don't think I see it in here, but I think it should be one of the worst things. Was that the whole Lana, like Rusev Lashley storyline, which was pretty <sighs> terrible. Oh, with the sex oh, in the sex. Oh yeah, we were at the Raw <laughs> season premiere the here. Sex. The day that they debuted that whole shit. I don't know. It kind of worked out pretty well for for uh, Rusev because he got the boot and got the got got the battery on his back and got recharged. I mean, yeah, Lana's that's a good point. Some bad stories. And Lana just got tabled. Her getting put through the table, exactly. That's <laughs> well. I'd say I'd say that now Lashley has moved into what I could call one of the best gimmicks. Agree yes. or disagree? Neo, the hurt uh, business. Hurt business. Oh man, Fan- fantastic, fantastic gimmick. Um, the, the 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 unity between all of them to, you know, essentially take a concept and really just run with it. Phenomenal. I'm surprised you're not wearing the shirt today, bro. <laughs> I would normally be, but it's in the wash. Um, yeah, they they did a huge thing. Big shouts to MVP for what he's done with those guys. Another one up here for best gimmick, uh, G1, agree or disagree, the Street Profits. Oh, yeah. We we, we always want the smoke. They, the, mm-hmm. them, them the guys, man. They, they're just uh, – I, <laughs> I, know, I know y'all going to clown me for this, and I'm ready for the smoke in this case, but I just <laughs> recently found out that Montez Ford is originally from Chicago. So oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mark asked Mark. So, so now one is gonna buy a street profit tracksuit. Uh, oh, yeah, I was gonna buy a street profit tracksuit before I found that out. <laughs> Them guys <laughs> is lit, man. And they just I've had they a street bring... profit tracksuit on with some pumas. Look, yes. I look, I like I like when you know they, they just let dudes be dudes, regardless if they black and don't try to like over ghetto a motherfucker. I hate when wrestling did that shit for so long and the street profits is genuine like they like they they, i feel like they just dudes that really act like that they just and they just always lit always turned up that montez is something else if he ever go solo (laughs) don't fuck some shit up oh he's a star no i'll tell you what yeah montez is a star of that and i feel like he has to do like five times more to get to just kind of keep the team relevant. In my opinion, he screams a lot, and I don't know, it's just me, but he has a monster frog splash that I think he should be the only person doing a frog splash like on Raw, Move or, or SmackDown. You better like, keep frog okay. splashing them out the building, or else that tag team is going to go to Raw to heavy machinery. And, um, yep. And and right. speaking of them, I do want to say that um, I don't know if this is on your list over there, Rand, but um, every everything going on with the the money in the bank since since that match 
mm-hmm. has been trash. <laughs> and I do not like what they just did with it. Oh, yeah. I didn't like that That's either. True. Money in the bank means nothing hey, now. Keep, which is keep in mind crazy. that Montez Ford also has the benefit of Frog Splash and Bianca Belair on a regular basis. Lord. <laughs> there's also that. No, there's that. Okay, so uh, a, a vote for worst gimmick was given to Akira Tozawa. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Wait, is that the back of the future guy? No, that's, no, uh, no, no. No, that's Kushida. The guy. The this guy is the ninja the who got the team of ninjas. Oh, this is like- terrible. Like, like Kai or whatever they were called back in the day. Right. It's like, it's 2020. Why are we still doing... seven title is trash. All of that stuff for 2020, man. That They need to revamp it or or get rid of it. Well, the title has gotten our truth over to a whole nother level. And again, it's what you make of the trash you're given. Exactly. Our truth can get anything over, though. But everybody's... Everybody chasing him around is stupid. Our truth is different, man. <laughs> the best moment of our truth's yeah. career is when he was just photo bombing that that the truth business's photo. Oh, the hurt business. <laughs> oh yeah, he photo. Yeah, that was pretty great. But man, I, 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 I call them the truth business because I, you know, truth. <laughs> <laughs> now they're the truth business. I like that. All the right. best thing with our truth was when he found out that he had to. When you thought he was going to be fighting um, Paul Heyman, and he had to fight Brock Lesnar. Oh, that was great! <laughs> oh, man. That was and good. I mean, that was good. It, and I mean, just the the whole long ass name to the twenty four seven title, twenty four seven three sixty five, some other seven eleven ninety five South. Right. It, when yeah. when your childhood hero is John Cena, you can do no wrong. Like. <laughs> I That's mean the names saying. that he gives the names that he gives people. He called Ricochet Ricochet and called Cedric Alexander <laughs> Cedric the Entertainer. Ricochet. <laughs> Yo. Ricochet sounds it's, like an 80s what like you do with the gimmick, star. man. Cedric the Entertainer. 80s pop star. Right, Ricochet is Rick O'Shea. Right. And um here uh, okay, a vote for best gimmick number one best gimmick on this list, and Teak. Let's see if you agree. He's nuts. Roman Reigns. Yes, I'm. I'm all behind Roman Reigns right now. I'm glad that you um asked me about that because um when I first started getting back into wrestling, it was when Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt was um feuding, and okay. I liked Bray Wyatt, and I didn't like Roman Reigns at that time. I thought he was generic. I felt like the WWE was putting a rocket on his back and he wasn't ready for it. Um, you know, just, just a lot of that stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when he left with the cancer scare and came back, I thought that was great, you know. Um, but what he's doing now is what I wanted to see, which was Roman Reigns go heel. And we got, like, that little taste of it. Remember, what was it? Was it after WrestleMania? When he just stood in the ring and got booed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like it's my yard now. Yeah. yeah. My yard, bitch. <laughs> they just booed him for like five minutes. So I thought like that was you, great. You knew he could get the heat. And all that heat. It's just that would they embrace it? Like that was always the question. Would they ever just embrace the booze and, and do something with him? And they did, finally. And they're saying that he's got um, you know, um a lot of input on, on his character right now which is good. It seems like when you let these guys who 
who know what they're doing, you know, like the New Day and stuff like that, kind of run with their character, what they can do with it. So um, definitely, definitely a great gimmick right now. I'm loving the head of the table gimmick. Um, you know, we probably won't ever see John Cena do a full heel turn. I'm glad we got to see Roman Reigns do one because, um, you know, it's like the Hogan shit, you know. Forgive me for bringing him up, but it's just like when you are a face for so long and you can pull off the heel turn that nobody thought would ever come, mm-hmm. you know? Facts. Yeah. Uh, and then they have a runner-up for best gimmick of the year, which I think is very fitting. So I'm going to ask Neo to comment on number two best gimmick, Mr. Brody Lee. Oh, yeah. I mean, 100%. I, I really have to give it up to Mr. Brody because Brody Lee took essentially the stink, for lack of a better word, and just completely washed it off when he came to AEW. The stink. Um, Explain this uh, This stink. Man, you know? <laughs> yeah, Not a lot of people. The stench of, of jobberdom. <laughs> I mean, that's very, that's actually a really good pay, 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 uh, way to put it. Because what was his uh, claim to fame in the WWE? Intercontinental title holder and and just a championship specialist? He was never a main eventer. He was a tag team champ as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I said. He was the muscle, Um, the the muscle, the big guy. But I'm saying, like, that's all he was, quote, he was put in that box. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, he became a pay-per-view main eventer title holder on AEW. He did. Before before knowing that he had a lung issue. So there was no pity involved. There was no there was no motivation other than, you know, accepting pure talent. And it was just a complete 180 because in WWE, did he ever speak? No. No. I don't think he ever said a word. But in AEW, he was very eloquent. He got his point across. He was entertaining. He was very hey, I think they, he was frightening. I, think some stuff I mean, the Bludgeon Brothers. He just said, "We will bludgeon, or the bludgeoning is coming." I think they grunt, he grunted. That was it. Bludgeoning. That was it, and that's why I'm saying, like, Mister Brody Lee on AEW was it's uh, it's it's selfish to say that it was taken away from us too quickly to see its full potential. Um, you know, and I, I just want to say, yeah, the, the Mr. Brody League, uh, lifestyle in AEW. Yeah. Chef's kiss, especially if you watched BTE and you see how he got throwing papers at people (laughs) over throwing paper, throwing papers at, at people, at people. Dude, I couldn't stop laughing on the last BTE. They just did a big cut, super cut of him just throwing paper. And it was just incredible. No, didn't, <laughs> didn't Silver and Reynolds just do that in the middle of the They ring? did in the match. That, that shit was paper. great. Yeah, so did like, Cowboy. Cowboy uh, get paper uh, yeah. over. I was wondering why he was holding his vest close. Um, yeah. Very yeah. Jericho of him, man, where you could just take simple insignificant shit and get it put over in a wrestling crowd like that's and that was the jacket that he said that um brody lee bought him yeah oh wow huh but he was wearing that and uh okay so then the absolute worst gimmick of 2020 uh not retribution i don't know how it was the retribution because i guess 
yeah, it should have been to me because especially with the level of hype, these guys had no hype, but they had a lot of lot of steam before them and have become a comedy act. So rock knowledge, the worst according to Sportster is the Viking Raiders. Well, what oh, say man. you? <laughs> um, <laughs> now you watched them in NXT. Did you watch these guys in NXT? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I thought they were better in NXT, but that seems to be the the norm when the NXT guys get brought up to the main roster. They kind of lose some of their um, impact, if you want to call it that. They're not as stiff. They're not working as hard. It's yeah. a different style of wrestling. Um, I wouldn't say they're the worst because, like I said, and we discussed earlier. <laughs> I think they had, they were put in better positions than the damn retribution was. Even when they're in Japan, they were just way better. You know, it's just yeah. Talk well, about a fumble. Ran. So Viking Raiders lost the title in January to Street Profits, and I honestly don't remember anything they did since then. <laughs> so, I, went, I went back and watched the um, the NXT Takeover when they were here in Phoenix, mm-hmm. and um, they were on that card, and their entrance was like so crazy. They had like all the Guys out with the shields and the spears, oh, like they wow. had a big. I epic do remember entrance. that shit. And I'm like, that I was shit like, was wow, crazy, bro. NXT was hype for these dudes, and they got brought up. Yeah. And remember the first thing was they they screwed their name up. It was that name fumble. Oh yeah, the name fumble. Viking mm-hmm. experience, Viking Viking ride. I don't know. They were the 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 Viking, did you say like, Viking ride? Yeah, the bizarre <laughs> ride to the Viking side. Or I, thought they, were, I thought they were the War Raiders, so yeah, they had like three different names. Oh, but um, damn, War Raiders is hard. That's a hard War name. Such dope. a good name. They didn't want to yeah. let them keep that name. Uh, but you know, about yo, another about um, what? what Raw is another War? tag team <laughs> that might another tag team that might not get mentioned. And I just watched his video package about like all the WWE guys who got released. And I didn't even know Authors of Pain got released until yep. I saw his video. Wow. Like yep. <laughs> those guys. Like, we didn't were even like, notice. I know they were gone for a long time. I thought it was due to injuries, but I'm just saying these are some more guys that were like big in NXT, came up, looked like they had like all the all the push, everything necessary. And then what happened? It was when they took um took their mouthpiece away, their manager, right? That's what screwed them up. Ellering. Yeah, yeah. Once Ellering, but he didn't want to come up with them. And, he didn't want to be on the road. And uh, I get it. And um, and they were with Seth Rollins. Like I thought that was you know the beginning of something right, big. They, well, then homie got hurt though. One of them kept they were getting plagued hurt. with injuries. Yeah, they were plagued with injuries when they got with Seth, so they didn't get to capitalize yeah. on that. That's crazy how some teams, one guy can get hurt, the other guy can go shine. With other teams, one guy gets hurt, the other guy is off TV for a year. Like, it's no, what was kind of sucks. Like, what was his tag team partner going to do without him? They were like twins. <laughs> well, yeah, what did, yeah, but what at did the same... Luke and, and Eric do without each other? You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Like, they showed up. Nothing really. But they at least got a chance on TV. Hey, Captain Caveman said Vikings the right. Well, if if they really did it the right way, however, they could have put one half of that team just behind the Seth Rollins machine. But yeah. I feel like that entire um, gimmick, if you will, or phase also fills it out rather quickly. Well, but he needed both of them because they were trying to play off the, um, the J&J stuff. I think that's what they were trying to do with uh, those guys. Like yeah. two people who look alike. But they they could have kept one of them. I mean... 
they could have gave one of them a shot. Like the yeah. one guy never even got a chance to show up without the other one. So hey, Rock and Neo, what do y'all what do y'all think of this guy got released too? Um, Kane Velasquez. <laughs> when did he a, get released? What a waste! Wow, Is that a long Look, time like, ago. You're like, when did he get released? Yeah, like that I guy. Know. They brought him up to get beat up by Brock in his UFC rematch, and then they let him go. <laughs> that shit was trash anyway. What a waste! Like the the dude can actually go. Like he can, like I, m- mind you, he can go as probably good as any like you know be- beginner wrestler. But he could go, and he had name power. He had stroke. He had yeah. appeal, and you know he was, uh, you know, he was also a, a person that could also help represent the community. You know, outside of WWE. You know, he he had cross appeal. He had the crossover potential, yeah. And they fizzled he it was out. For it too. I don't think, yeah. And he was training. He was really working hard. But, I mean, he just wasn't getting it. And without them being able to travel to do the Saudi shows or whatever, then you probably don't, you don't need him. He was I mean, his back. work with Brock wasn't that good either, though. No. And he got, what he had got injured, too, because remember he came out on crutches one time? I think during the Rey Mysterio feud, right? So, oh, did he? They got I no. They got I no don't time recall. Part-time, part-time <laughs> Wait, injury. Neo, did you just say that he got stroke? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. He, he got stroke. He was wondering where your pause was, Neo. <laughs> um. All right. So I got a couple of um top a stories burner? of the year that I thought were you know <laughs> decent. Um, yeah. I'm gonna pick one that I think was like one of my favorite things of of 2020 and i mean we already talked about it a little bit but i think the rise of roman reigns is definitely you know as the tribal chief and the big the big dog like transitioning i think was one of my favorite things of 2020 went from his yard to his island (laughs) (laughs) his yard to his island um but I want to give one, and I talked about this a little earlier on Clubhouse, and this is something that I think is so crucial. Oh, you're on Clubhouse? Clubhouse? Yeah, yeah I'm, on, Clubhouse. I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on Clubhouse. I'm on the chatty house. Do you want to invite you on Clubhouse? Uh, I'm going to check. I think I got you. Do you want to I got you. This is why I ran into the hype beast. I'm trying to start a wrestling room. There's no wrestling rooms. Everybody is in there like, here's how to build your brand. Let's get a Matt Mania wrestling room in there. Yeah, so I did one today, and uh, Josiah Williams, wrestling the field, popped up. So let's go. Him. He came in. We started talking a little bit, and I talked about and um, Alexis Littlefoot came in too. So shout out to her, and we started talking about one thing that we don't realize. And to me, I think a biggest biggest moment that changed the game in wrestling for 2020 is the Thunderdome. Honestly, yeah. I think WWE stepping up the production because we've been waiting for them to do that. Like to go from these boring, empty arena shows that was happening in March, like after Mania or even during Mania. Like, look how bad Mania looks if you look back at it now. Yeah. Like the ceiling fan in the middle of the thing. Like, it just was not a good look. Yeah, the lights. Were, it's just they, the lights. The lights that blind everybody. Yeah. They were able to roll with that and make it work for them because wrestling was on the verge of dying at that point. It was. Like, I remember watching and I was like, okay. oh, I can't do this. Like, I don't want to see this. And, like, they took it and decided to finally put some money in and really, like, innovate. And now they're at a level production-wise that no other show can deal with or can hang with, you know? And uh, and that's really what I think was about. Like, we were like, oh, give them, give us more cinematic matches. You got all these 
Hollywood people back there. But I think what they really did and was great, and I think preserved and saved wrestling a little bit, is the Thunderdome. So I will give them major props for that. Um, yeah. Any, any thoughts? Yeah. No, it was dope. Um, they, they had to do something to get the to get some fan interaction. Um, and they've also upgraded now because they they were at the Amway Center, but they've transitioned to Tropicana Field where the Devil Rays used to play. Mm-hmm. So it's a bigger it's a bigger stage now, a bigger. I think they have more screens too. It looked like. Um, curious to see what they're going to do come Rumble, come Mania time because it's still not a definite they're going to be able to hold Mania with people. Right? No, probably not. But I mean, with their, I don't know what they're doing with the sound design and stuff now. But when I watch TLC, I mean, they seem to have the they're pumping the 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 audio in the sound effects in now and stuff so it's like they got the chance or they're having the people on the videos chant in the in the thunderdome so i mean it's 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 as best as we're gonna get to to how things were because when that shit was quiet and you could hear them talking to each other in the ring and (laughs) yeah they're calling spots and it's like oh we don't need to hear this yeah so and that's and and that's that's another shout out to Yo, that's another shout out to Bailey and Sasha Banks though, because they were holding it down. They made the most in the, of it in sure. the empty, quiet arenas, making it, trying to make it entertaining. Exactly, <laughs> I give them major props for that. Uh, but yeah, like, and remember when Stone Cold came out and did the what, and nobody was there and all that. Yeah, stuff? yeah, like all, <laughs> of, all, all of this cringeworthy, embarrassing stuff that they were trying to like <laughs> figure out to do. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty rough, man. They made it. Uh, so anybody else, if you can think of a moment that you thought was a really big uh, big thing. Uh, Neo, we we talked about Edge coming back, the, the rise of Drew. We talked about Hurt Business, Kenny Omega, Mox. Um, you know, there's a lot. So is there any particular thing that stood out to you as a, a highlight of 2020 in wrestling? Yeah, I'll say, um, you know, for a company like New Japan to also kind of break the um, the production, you know, between, you know, uh, California and, you know, in Japan, um, you know, they did a uh, Lions break, they did Best of the Super Juniors, they did, uh, you know, their, their stay-at-home projects. I mean, in Japan, they're the ones really doing it the right way, you know, and they haven't had any other COVID cases. They're doing live events with limited seating. They have people in the crowds who are very respectful and very, you know, uh, cognizant to the rules. So Japan's putting it down. And then if you've uh, seen any of the buildup towards Wrestle Kingdom, which is right around the corner, um, I am hoping Captain Caveman will resurrect the BLT club for Wrestle Kingdom. Um, that, that way we can stay up and eat bacon lettuce bacon lettuce or blts and and watch wrestle kingdom hey i'll be uh, down for that That'd so so yes, rest- you know, blt stands for bacon lettuce and tomato you sound like you were fumbling there <laughs> i've been drinking to- a lot of tequila well the, <laughs> the cap caveman is also in the chat yeah yeah BLTs so- and and new japan i'm all for it yeah, I think uh, the way uh, Cap described it to me, BLT is kind of just like a, a somewhat pseudo acronym for a Bullet Club, BLT Bullet. So, um, you know, things okay. like that. Very clever. Um, and Very I think clever. what the other thing also is... Um, BLT Club. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, for life. 
Shout outs to Mexico too. AAA has been doing uh, drive-in shows for all their wrestling wow. as well. So yeah. drive-in good shows. Time, time. And I remember Teak and I had a conversation about like, yeah, drive-in shows would, would work and it's, it's working in Mexico. Um, so shout outs to all the wrestling companies thriving. But I think the biggest story in, in my opinion is still Kenny Omega, the belt collector, the cross yeah. promoter, uh, the, the, the cross brand appeal. He's the Tripla uh, Mega Campeon. He's the AEW yeah. World Champion. Um, he's probably going to be the Impact Champion pretty soon. Who knows? But what? You think he'll this... be the great Rich Swan? Oh, I, I'm sure he will. <laughs> so I, mean, I like Swan, but yeah, I, I, that would be something gonna, to see. It's going to be another one. I want it. I, I think. I think when you um when you kind <laughs> of you know one winged Swan. Mm-hmm. Oh, stop looking at me, Swan. One winged Swan. I like it. Quit looking at me, Swan. So yeah, man. I just think Kenny Omega is the best thing right now. Um, Kenny, and I think um, Super Pompous Will Osprey in Japan is super fun. Also, mm-hmm. sir, I mean, I'm all for it, man. So just keep, keep bringing it on. I'm so looking forward to Osprey and Okada. I think oh that's gonna God. that's gonna tear it down. That's, a that's um, gonna be yeah. a good. That's gonna be a good match. Yes, that that is Man. gonna be fire. So speaking of good matches, I got a list here, and I want to bring it to the chat too and see what everybody thinks. We know every episode we wind up mentioning Uncle Dave somewhere. Love this. Love and, this. And uh, here are Uncle Dave's top rated matches of 2020. This <laughs> shit's more biased than me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's what all good, AEW, baby. Bias you know, why? Right, now, I'm just, I just want you to <laughs> guess how far you got to go down to get the first <laughs> WWE match. Damn. Not, not NXT. <laughs> Damn. But WWE match. Before Damn. Before Damn. in the look, 20s. Just how many guess. are there? Damn. <laughs> there are. Let me hit Alt F and hit <laughs> WWE. Yeah. That's why I don't take Uncle Dave serious. There's like 45 <laughs> matches on here. So 45, I'll say 25 down. 25 and it's, and down. it's not even a five star. And of, oh no, they never get a five star. Damn. The first WWE match is, and it was actually a fire match. It was really good. It was Roman versus Drew McIntyre at Survivor Series. Survivor Series. That was a great match. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember that. <sighs> I know um, Roman how, did the nut shot, the, the, the nut punch, right, to win. I don't know. How far well, down was it? I don't feel like counting this. It's it's like halfway uh, down the page, though. <laughs> I thought it was but, I thought they were numbered. Ran no. above that, above that, they had um on December 20th, there was a 4.5 star match between Roman and Kevin Owens at TLC December 20th. Oh, okay. That was a good match. You're right. That and was that really, was really good one. Kevin Owens, man. That the the stuff he has put himself through uh to to get some to get over or get people mm-hmm. over or to get people into a match is insane. He's like the new Mick Foley almost. I like, I feel like me and Kevin Owens have never been on the same page since he started doing the center. I'm still against him doing the center. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Pop up powerbomb is dope, man. I don't I don't like the way he looks doing the center. I don't it just came out of nowhere of him doing it. He wanted to do something he could do to anybody. I know. You know, he can't pop up, you know, Braun Strowman. Yeah, nah, hell no. Nah. But 
He could frog splash. Uh, he could uh, definitely strong. frog splash. He has though. a great frog splash for a big dude. He is. He does. Yeah, amazing. So the top match of the year. Let's just see if y'all agree or if you even remember it. According to Uncle Dave, it was a six-star <laughs> AEW Revolution, which I don't think I saw that pay-per-view. Um, be the Young Bucks. <laughs> Kenny and Paige versus the Young Bucks. Yeah. Knew it. Yeah. Um, I remember I, that match, but I, I don't know if I'm going to type a number one. Yeah, I don't recall, really. But I know that oh, 5.75, I actually agree. It's Okada versus Ibushi, Wrestle Kingdom Hell Day 1. Yeah. That was a flame match. Was that was that Kenny Omega... Um, that Kenny Omega Young Bucks match that you were just talking about is that? Um, no, that's further down the the list. What when they lost the titles? Yeah, that that match was. Uh, I think it was just a five star. But yeah, it's on there. So this match is the early on match. Is this the one where they were like going real hard on each other? Oh, again? I'm sorry. No, you're right, Teak. I'm sorry, I misspoke. Okay. You're right. No, it is that one. Yeah. Yeah, it okay. is that one. I'm sorry. I was thinking of something else. Okay, so yeah, so that's the one that that's the reason that Kenny went heel when they lost those belts, right? Right, right. Okay. So I think a lot that goes into Dave's stuff is the storyline that it created. You know what I mean? I'm, and I'm not trying to shoot him any bail, but <laughs> I but just Oh, I, but you are my friend. I guess I kind of am because I'm like, what what is your criteria? <laughs> like it has to be like, all right. He so, knows matches. He just knows yeah, matches. Yeah, 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 yeah. With a, with a suit, I mean, with with the bias of biases, though. Right. How do you explain that WWE has hasn't had a five star match like ever? They're not good. <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. Cool, I mean, that's bullshit. Just, that's bullshit. WWE honestly hardly ever has any just straight up clean finishes or not fifty fifty booking. So that hurts a lot hey, of their matches. That most, that most of them are roll ups, interference, yes. DQs, like, and nobody gets propelled because they always fifty fifty it. Nobody See, ever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You and I, you and I, we both watch the WWE What Culture, right? And we watch the ups and downs. Yeah, my man Simon. Uh huh. He started a roll up counter in like March when the pandemic happened or something like that. <laughs> There was over. They made over 100 roll-up finishes in the WWE, in combination between W in combination of Raw and SmackDown. Over 100 roll-up finishes. That's a lot. And that's not even counting all the all the schmas finishes as well that WWE is most notorious for. Right. Fuck Dave and his bias. Gotta agree with that, man. I, agree. I mean, he gives NXT a lot of love, though. And um, what's the top yeah, NXT finishes. match he has? There's a couple. The uh, Walter and Dragon <laughs> I've never seen. I didn't even oh see that. Oh, my God. That shit. From yeah. the UK taping, 116. Ooh-wee. I need to see that. <laughs> uh, Which one? Walter versus Dragon Dragunov. Uh, I, I don't remember that knife, one. NXT UK. It was just a regular I, episode. I do. I remember that one very well. One thing they like, how do you here, not give like Keith Lee and Dijakovic any uh, a look? Oh yeah, they best them, them two. You know yes. what? That's they a good point. NXT good ratings though. 
Because if this was five years ago and it was Keith Lee and Dijakovic, it would have been on the top of this thing because they were at PWG. So oh, yeah. that's a really good point, Rock. You made a good good case here. The the quality of matches that they're having on WWE pales in comparison to the quality of matches that they were having at PWG. Ask Cap Caveman. You don't think they were going out there like let's let's have the same? Neo's spots. just let's here to like the shit on anything that's not New Japan or AEW. <laughs> no, and that's I'm not here. Even, that's the not shit on everything point. that's not WWE. <laughs> <laughs> So we got and, and you can't and you can't even make a valid valid case for WWE. It's hard to make a good case. I just did. They have great matches, but maybe they're not you know six star matches. But come on, there's been some good matches. These pay per views, no, the last couple pay per views, they've been delivering. What you're saying is that they have great matches for their brand, but when you compare them to wrestling in the scope of all wrestling, then they fall short. Okay. And we uh, and we discuss fair. that all the time in the chat. Wait, like, why are we? Let watching me ask you this, Ryan. Why are we watching? Is, yeah. is Finn Balor and Kyle? Is Finn Balor and Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly on that list? Yes, and that was one of yeah. my favorite matches of the year. Yeah. Okay, so uh, he's, not, he's not totally full of shit. It's no, four point five. NXT, he gives he, NXT good. He form. does give NXT love, but WWE never. <laughs> oh. It's like he thinks he's getting over by not making it Vince's brand, but you know what I mean. I, I don't know, like. It's weird to me. The same like two people up, could wrestle, but if they wrestle in front of NXT, it'll be a promotion. But it's like the demotion going down, <laughs> going up like, there. It's like the demotion. I'll give you that. We know that NXT is the more wrestling based show. Exactly. All right, so there's two matches on here that really stand out to me, and I just want to talk about them. What are they, bro? Because we talked so much about how he wants a certain whatever he wants. I don't know his criteria, but this breaks his criteria that. He gave Chuck and Trent versus Ortiz and Santana the parking lot brawl. That match was. And that match was phenomenal. It was fire. But there's no wrestling. It was innovative. But it was innovative. There was was a lot of innovation. But there was no wrestling. There was no strategy. It was just let's do a bunch of moves and hurt each other. I mean, the same argument could be made at the list here. Uh, There was a... um... Where is it? It's a uh, triple A. There was a hair versus hair match that was bloody as fuck. Uh, where oh, is it wow. on the list? Yeah, triple A. No, that's not it. Hold on. Let me find it. Hey, all I can say is the ladies match at Triple Mania this year. I want to know yeah. who the chick is in the Sub Zero suit. She was thick as hell. So there was like a four point five star, four point five star match with Pagano and Chessman hair versus hair. That was also like just a bloody affair, but it yeah. got up there. Yeah, you know, I mean, the uh, psychology is one thing, you know, and I'm sure that kept that plays into this. Like, how much of a feud is it? How much of a buildup? That might be his X factor in his thing because WWE has no buildup, no long standing feud. But that lot brawl was the first I've ever seen. I've never seen someone get slammed into an engine block. I've never seen anyone get <laughs> yeah. get, get pile driven through a uh, a table through a bed truck. Just, just why? <laughs> you know, I mean, it was crazy. I've never seen the hood of a car get slammed on somebody. Like it was uh, the, yeah. the 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 orange punch chain or fist. You know, I mean, it was yeah. it was good. If that's the good. case, Neo. Then it sounds like you weren't watching any early Joey Janela matches. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh yeah, like yeah. the GCW. I feel network like you did a lot of that. It's not on the radar right now. <laughs> All right, so they managed. It's like they just saved a lot of these WWE matches for the four star thing. 
Drew versus Randy ambulance match. <clears throat> uh, got four. Uh, Ray versus Seth, no holds barred, got four. Uh, Drew versus Randy Orton, uh, no disqualification on Raw, got one. And just recently, I believe this just happened. Ray Mysterio, Big E, Daniel Bryan against Dolph, Shinsuke, and Sami Zayn mm. got a four star, which I think was a pretty good match. I remember cool. that. Okay. It was almost like he was reaching, like, all right, let's just sprinkle a few in. Oh, okay, that happened this just like sprinkle a little bit. Just so they don't say I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only build-up, Smug was a good point. Only build-up WWE had this year was Sasha and Bailey. Yeah, that was a great right. that whole dynamic was that brilliant. is that's long-term storytelling. That's years in the making right there. That was True. great. And uh, then they had to, and then they had to pull the plug. I mean, they had to push the button on that with no fans. Yeah, I'm sure they, they were thinking a lot of those forever. moments they didn't want to have. Yeah, like I'm sure they were trying to save that for fans, but they're like, uh, nobody knows when we're going to get fans. Let's just do it. Yeah. And now Sasha, yeah, yeah. Sasha's running it. Like they they put Sasha in her like I think rightful spot. Like she's Sasha is special. I also want to give a quick mm. shout out real quick to all to all of our brothers wearing the gold right now in WWE. Facts. Um, this is one of the most diverse, you know, as far as like representation wise champion lineup in a minute. So that's always good to see. I hope that they're not, you know, going to take them all the way right before uh, Black History Month. But we'll I mean, see. I was going to say not since that Black History Month photo where it was Swan as the um, cruiserweight Cruiser champion. Yeah. Sasha Banks had the women's title and the New Day had the tag titles. You know, yeah. Have yeah. we had have we had this much go? You know, you got the hurt business with the tag titles, Bobby Lashley with the United States, and then um, Big E with the the um, Intercontinental right now. Oh, and we got um, what's his name? Still got the twenty four seven title, right? Truth, yeah. Truth is running like, through. I like they gave uh, true, like yeah. Big E got his old entrance back with the LeBron James powder and I shit. Like the powder, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Wale on the theme song, that's pretty dope. Uh, Wait, so, what? Yeah, Wale has the, the new theme song. I wow. haven't like heard it, heard it, but we just they just play it at the at the arenas. But yeah, um, D one, fuck you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> ah. You you over okay. there all shocked for like what? That yeah, he did. Yeah. That. <laughs> while you was while you was hanging out, getting cozy. People was making theme songs. <laughs> so, I was making theme songs too. He's somebody has somebody too. has a great uh yo, we're not talking about we're not talking about the theme song that you hum when you on the way to the bedroom, okay? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> nah, nah. Which one is that? Stone Cold? Do you, throw, do you throw powder up when you um heading to the bedroom? <laughs> you do the powder. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Yes, sir, so we'll start um, doing that shit now. At some point, sure, Rock, Rock, just I'm a spank. I'm gonna need you to think about this. <laughs> we're gonna get to before we end. We have to do a snack of the year. Got so it. I need you to keep be ready for that. We're gonna have a winner of the year. Is everybody yeah, getting the sound effects? By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah they're super low though. They're kind of oh, low okay. Low. All right, we're gonna have a snack of the year. We're gonna have our winner of the year, and of course, our burial of the year. I think I know who the burial of the year is. This is going to be my guest or my my uh, 
my pick, but you guys can go with anybody else in wrestling. And this just happened. So before this, I don't really know who it would have yeah. been. Yeah, fuck Puto. Uh, this fool, Bruce Mitchell. Oh, yeah. Buried. Of the Pro Wrestling Torch. What a, a dumbass. Journalist. And I'm going to use journalists very loosely. Loosely. Very loosely. Because uh, this trying to win a uh, trying to win a Pulitzer Prize for breaking open a scandal that that doesn't exist that so, he created yeah. that he constructed he, he constructed this whole thing so uh the pro wrestling torch is where wade keller works and this guy has been writing for him for a long time 30 years damn apparently so he thought once he heard you know the john huber or Bray Lee news that he would go digging deep because they didn't give him enough information and hmm. he deserves more hmm. so he starts deciding to dig and he didn't actually dig he just fantasized scratched the surface <laughs> and came up he didn't dig at all he just touched the touched the dirt and broke a nail <laughs> broken nail was like i got it i got it it was covid it was covid no oh, so now he he thinks that this is a giant AEW cover-up for covid cases <laughs> really with no proof no evidence no nothing and uh but his his only piece of i guess evidence or proof is that AEW has been a little bit quiet about injuries or the reasons behind injuries in the past. <laughs> Talking about the Matt Hardy thing at All Out, uh, whatever. Like, oh, they didn't tell people he was hurt or they kept the match going. They don't care about safety. So he's trying to push that narrative. Um, <clears throat> WWE apparently has banned the words coronavirus and COVID from Bruh. any any shows, any promos, any mention, there will be no mention of those terms ever. He's so it's stupid, man. It's a Vince McMahonism, is what it is. It's a McMahonism. Yeah. It doesn't exist. <laughs> I miss Morrow. Oh, me too. Yeah, so basically, he's he's he thought that he oh this is wrestling. Wrestling is all full of liars, and they try to cover things up. So I and he wrote he wrote this article that supposedly, and I don't know how true this is. Pro Wrestling Torch usually has a editing process. You write something, you give it to an editor, editor says, let's post this. He said somehow this one, and I don't believe this, this one article didn't go through the editing vetting process and gets put on online and uh, got fired. You're fired. You're so, fired. So this dude, Bruce Mitchell, might be the worst piece of garbage that exists. He's swamp um, trash. He is, he is swamp trash. He might be lower than swamp trash. Um, so, yeah, now you're out of work, bro. See ya. And just I mean, yeah. like, the, the guy who I'm going to bury is a, is a literal piece of trash, too. So, I mean, might have to have right. a trash off. <laughs> Keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Who you got? Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> Enough said on that. Enough said. Enough said. Enough said. Doesn't this guy got kidnapping mm-hmm. charges against him right now? Oh, <laughs> God. Yes, he's the buried. He's buried with a year material. This dude just cannot Beatings. get right. Beatings and kidnappings. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's like it just like, gets I never worse and worse. That. Right. That, hearing that news, it's like, man, it wasn't surprising, but it is. It's like, man, some people just don't know when enough is enough. It's like OJ going to jail for stealing his own shit, you know? It's like... Yeah. It's like you just gotta chill. It's like, man, like, you all, you done got away with so much. 
and yet you feel Man, it's he like was, he was so I'm good not going to be satisfied until <laughs> I go down. Oh man, he was so good in Lucha. So here's what happened in 2020. Um, March 9th, he was arrested in San Antonio after allegedly battering and sexually assaulting his girlfriend. According to the criminal complaint, his girlfriend alleged him to have assaulted and caused injuries on her and smashed her phone and laptop and attempted to burn her passport. (laughs) She also alleged that Alberto took her downstairs, forced her to strip and dance for him and proceeded to sexually assault her. Yeah, this is like the worst kind of garbage. Yeah, fuck him, man. What the hell? Dude, if any of y'all watch if any of y'all watch Birds of Prey, he sounds like Black Mask. He sounds like what that dude was doing on there, ripping a girl's clothes yeah. off in her strip in the club and dance. Like this guy sounds like a straight fucking wow, like villain. a monster. <laughs> he's just, he's a, just a monster. Did you oh man, I don't know if you guys have seen the HBO show The Undoing. I should have put that over. It's only five episodes. It's so, uh, so good, man. Uh, Hugh Grant, Nicole Kidman, like big stars in it. And uh, it's like this movie. Yeah, I'll watch it. It's fire. I saw um, that other podcast thing was talking about it. And that yeah. Kind of made oh, the, they were. the Bo Button, Those the guys, Bo Button yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, buddy. Oh, Bo Joe, Buddy. Joe, Joe Biden. Yeah, he got a podcast. <laughs> With Nall and Dory. He talked about it. <laughs> And, and, and Mark's music, TVB. yeah, it made me want to watch it. So it's it's fire, and it's only five yeah, episodes. Hour each. I heard them talk really about good. it, but I didn't check it out. But why'd you bring it up? Because Hugh Grant was a monster in that. Yeah, so. basically, there's a monster in that same story, like same kind of vein that maybe they based it on Alberto. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, JoJo said we should bury <laughs> Nate Robinson. He should be the burial of the year. Leave <laughs> <laughs> that boy alone, man. Nate still ain't got up yet. He got buried under the canvas. He, he Nate's got, still asleep. <laughs> he got his own burial under the canvas, so he good. <laughs> Nate, I'm gonna blow some of this monogram for you, man. One day you'll get up and you'll get. Yo, wow. he just he just didn't have the reach, man. He just no, he didn't have he the didn't skills. Have he, didn't have the, he didn't have the power. talent. He didn't have the, the movement. He fought like reached, a T Rex. Yeah, he reached for the like, stars. He reached for the stars and then he got knocked out on the moon. <laughs> Sleep. Oh my gosh, Neo, do you have Ooh. a do you have a burial candidate for this year? Um, I'm gonna bury that that puto senator that's blocking all that blocking all of our trumpito money. What's his name? Oh, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Mitch, McConnell. Mitch yeah. you better McConnell. have my money. Bitch, better have my. That's the that's the guy. Yeah, Turtle man. Yeah, he looks like a on site, bro. He looks yeah. like a like a like a tortoise penis. Google this man. He looks hey. like a human tortoise. Let's Yo, roast this I don't know what's going on. He looks like what you look like when you get the coronavirus and it takes over your whole body. Damn. Yo, he looked like what it probably looked like to get the coronavirus vaccine. God damn. When they when they say that um Republicans are lizard people who live underneath the you know <laughs> at the earth's core in the earth's core. <laughs> like he's the spokesperson for that. I think that's what that should have me cracking up on the bow on the bow button podcast. Hey, you know, hey wow. this nigga's chin is where his mouth should be. Like a Yo. fucking Muppet PBS body like, ass nigga. Yeah, he looked like, like the- Franklin. <laughs> He looked like the cockroach off Men in Black when he was wearing the human. <laughs> it's a long trip. I don't need a snack. Yeah, he's Franklin, Franklin the Turtle. No, no, he looks yeah, like he died water. ten years ago. 
give me sugar. <laughs> oh God, he's so. So, so like do you this? think there's 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 a little machine controlling his body, like a little alien controlling his body? No, like, not not that uh, one. Like black. Not the one. Not the one with the little alien. The one who was the roach. And no, the I, that, no, that's what I'm talking about. I'm like, yeah, like this. He had, to, he had Edgar. He had to tighten it up. An Edgar suit. <laughs> the Edgar suit. These are three <laughs> quality burials. Uh, <laughs> these are the, the, the worst of the damn, year. That boy ugly. Oh I'm just God. saying, yo, rent's due like tomorrow. Like I could use some extra money. <laughs> For real. You're going to get that 600. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get direct deposited to you. Better go sell that ass, Neo. Yeah. I think I'm gonna open up an only OnlyFans and show off all my hey, wrestling that, shirts. Hey, that oh motherfucker built like a melted with the nipples cut out. Cream of wheat. <laughs> all right, so I want to get into some uh, oatmeal body. Yeah. Oh, we can always bury the Cheeto man. Don't worry, he's he's burial <laughs> of the millennium. Oh, That's yeah. only three. Who else got a who else who else burying somebody? We need more. We got. I mean, I, I, I think we get on the burials. I don't know if you can beat those three. Yeah, but you can't uh, really beat those three. All right, so I want to get into this, and, and then uh, I want to get into some, uh, to some, uh, of course, some Brody Lee stuff. So, Brock, do you have a snack of the year? This is I do. This year, the third, the third annual Rock Snack of the Year. Oh, what's just you're like evolve your list, man? Come on. Snack mania snack what do you mean? Is it so? Is it I, when you say third annual? Does that mean like it's like the, it is the third annual? Oh no. Okay, so I think I might have misheard you. I thought you were like saying like this I is the third annual. time. Like the winner was going to be the same. Yeah, the winner was oh. going to be the same. My bad. Oh no, no, excuse no, me. No, no, well, we no, didn't no, have no, no voting no. process this year. No, didn't have no voting process last year either. Nah, it's, it's all on rock. <laughs> um, I am going to give it to uh, the unfortunately recently released in the past couple of months from the WWE. She is a favorite. Uh, she went by Zelina Vega. Uh, she's more commonly known on Twitch as Thea Trinidad, which is her actual government name, yep. as G1 likes to refer to people in their government names. <laughs> um, yeah, Zelina Vega is game. my choice of snack Pretty of the year. Budget. Don't worry, you'll be able to see her on um on OnlyFans. <laughs> she, she is already on OnlyFans. It just costs too much. Oh, dang. <laughs> he checked. I, I, I'm a Alice the Black fan. So, so Naya bad. has fallen off. Naya has been dethroned. Oh no 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 no! Naya is still the queen. Naya is still big fine. Mm. You know, well, just had yeah, to budget. just had to just had to share the wealth. Naya was the inaugural. I respect it. It was Naya, and then it was um, Danny Hernandez. Hernandez. We might have to name the award after Naya. Just make it make it the Naya Jack Snack of the Year award. I like it. I I tell you what the 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 snack of the year that was like you know for myself is probably going to be Tay Conti. Mm. Oh my god. So Ooh, like uh, I think yeah. like I, I when I, I didn't know what I was missing, but uh, yeah, I got to hey, not hey, I got hey, to quote unquote oh, know hey. her this year by watching her perform, and yo, she's bad, like, quote unquote all the time. That makes it sound worse than it was. <laughs> got to I want to know her. No, Rand, she is a fantastic. Are you able to do a poll in your Twitch? Uh, yeah, I could do a poll. Can we get Neil's a poll, got a poll right now? Can we get a poll on? <laughs> Can we get a poll on who the fans think the um the 
snack of the week is. I mean, the snack of the year between the three past winners. So we got okay. Naya, we got Danny, and we got um, Zelina. Okay, snack of the year. We got Naya. Drippy. All right, Naya Jackson. <laughs> no, Smug Zug ain't shit. Danny Who would you Fernandez. take between those three, right? <laughs> and, uh, and Thea. You see that, Neo? Yeah, fuck Smug. Fuck you, Smug. <laughs> Yo. Wait, he ain't never going to let that shit down. Yo, wait, Smug, he's talking about the McRib. Yo, he's out there uh, stalking up with a McRib in each hand. <laughs> come on, we ain't in that McRib. Hey, Rock, that sounds like a, that, that sounds like a hard triple threat to pick from, huh? All right, so you have two minutes. I would like to be in that fiddle for The right. poll has Hell been yeah. created, I think. I don't know if I did it right. Smug, if I didn't, I got to All right, up top. Any man in that fatal four-way wins. <laughs> pretty much. There's no loser in that situation. Nope. All right, no. so snack of the year poll Bluetooth. of last year's, of the last few winners is up now. They if you'd like to vote. Um, winner of the year. This is the person that you feel like maybe had the best year in pro wrestling. Um, wow. This is a hard one. Because you know the year in wrestling is almost like three years. It's like up to it's, media, it's, and it, and it kind of feels like one. a blur. Like it kind of feels like a blur in between. Because me personally, I, I when it came to wrestling, I was so on and off, and yeah. it, it was probably a mix of like seasonal depression, actual depression due to COVID. Um, you know, learning a new routine and mm-hmm. realizing that you're your sheltering in place routine is just so much different and therefore just causes you to just, to, you know, I, like me personally, I kept relegating back to common uh, television and video game, you know, viewership or entertainment. Like I just didn't okay. feel like, like, and it was comforting. This year's wrestling wasn't as comforting to me as previous year's wrestling. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. It was, this was a, to me, I feel the other way, man. Like wrestling was the only constant for me this year, man. You know what I'm saying? That's that's good though. Like everything switched up, changed, flipped, turned upside down. And like, that's man, WWE is right, man. That, that then now forever stuff is real. Like they will keep going. And so I think that that was the only semblance of, of kind of normalcy for me is to be able to still watch Raw, to still watch, you know, SmackDown, to catch my reviews once hey, a my, month. My, you know? My, my, uh, my Miss Conti ain't on this poll. Man, I ain't voting in this poll. Fuck this poll. Oh, you want a Conti? Uh, looks like Thea Trinidad is the winner. <laughs> I'm not mad. Can't hey, for and, and uh, no, and that's for no winner of the year, Conti. though. She bad. No, no slight, no slight. What was that? Yeah. You got for winner of the year. Um, even though we didn't see her in action um, for a lot of 2020 for reasons Stephanie that are McMahon. very understandable, um, considering the run she had in 2019 and the run I think she would have continued to have in 2020 had she not <laughs> um, been knocked up by Seth Rollins. Oh, Becky Lynch. Um, I think Becky Lynch, man, man. She the way she was able to relinquish the title, mm-hmm. never lost it. Um, never lost. You know, gave birth to a beautiful little baby. Right, she had so, a baby this year, so she won. Yeah. That, that's winning. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah, so I mean, and her and what she did last year is what set her up. Incredible. To be able to do that, like yeah. her run last year was nuts. Did she so, have a son? Uh, did yeah, they, they had a son. 
They had a boy. Yeah. The yeah. man had a boy. The man yep. has a boy. <laughs> and he, he he is already more capable of doing a buckle bomb than his daddy. Nah. <laughs> I also yeah. wanted to mention we didn't talk about I thought somebody who is again taking them taking what what she's been given and made the most of it this year and been another um quarantine wrestling star, uh Rock's favorite, Asuka. I think Asuka has done a lot of of taking what she's been given and working with it, like going from you Have know you the seen? Kabuki Warriors breaking up to you know she's being funny and silly to like I think that she's been whatever they needed her to be throughout this year, which I think has been you know that's all you can ask for. Have you seen Asuka's YouTube? It's hilarious. Yeah, oh, nope, I haven't. I have not. She, she builds big time gamer. I watch Kanachan. Yeah, she she uh, she builds arcade cabinets and goes on adventures and all that cool stuff. That's wow. pretty cool. Um, um, my winner for the year is gonna be Roman Reigns. Okay. Um, I know he's only been back for like half of the year or maybe less than that, but I mean, hey, he came in, wrecked everybody and leave or whatever his shirt said. <laughs> um, got the title, and you know, it's it's been the Roman show. I mean, you know what. Roman's on what? Is he on SmackDown or Raw? Sorry. SmackDown. SmackDown. Yeah, so, and SmackDown is the better show right now. It's more condensed and, you know, it's the Roman show right now, so. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's his show. And he's been able to (coughs) elevate his cousin. Like, what else can you ask for to be able to be like, I'm going to make my cousin a main eventer? You know what I'm saying? Like, that was was dope. Uh, I can't argue with that. G1, you got a winner of the year? I definitely got a winner of the year, man. I'm on the wrestling side. I'm gonna have to say, my favorite faction right now, still, the Undisputed Era. Um, I love how those guys literally take one particular NXT pay per view event every year, and they dominate and they make that their thing. They are dig into the mic, sir. Right, speak oh. up. Oh, my fault. My fault. Yeah. Don't let the undisputed era get you all choked up, man. Speak up. You still, you still. I'm sorry, I'm high. Can y'all hear me better now? Yes, yeah, yeah. better. Okay, better. okay, my bad. Yeah. So I was saying that. Um, first of all, just that whole war games dynamic with them kind of with war games kind of being their event. Really, at the end of the day, it's like you can't have an NXT war games without the undisputed era. Uh, you know, all of them guys are really at the top of their game right now, and people are finding out something that I said a long time ago this year that Kyle O'Reilly definitely has uh solo star potential. Like we talked about the match with him and Finn Balor. Listen, oh, yeah. listen, Kyle O'Reilly is no fucking slouch. They let, let him loose. That would be my only knock on the undisputed era this year is I figured by now those guys would all be legit champions solo again. forces and champions. You know what I'm saying? That's my only knock with UE. Like, they're cool. They're the coolest thing going to NXT. But, like, those guys haven't branched out and become champions on their own yet. Like, really big names yet, you know? That's that's about be my only knock. Yeah. I mean, I I, I can see that. They've all had – They, I mean, what, they've Rock had, had belts. the North American, right? They've yeah. had belts. But, yeah, I feel like they should be in the yeah. top feuds in the company, you know? Hey, real, real quick uh, – Little news came in. They said two hours post dynamite, all them Brody Lee uh, shirts sold out. Wow! Within two hours. That's awesome, man. Hundred percent of the proceeds go to the family. 
Good, good. They deserve it, man. They deserve it. I saw that um, some of my friends went to the show. They said that they didn't. They didn't have shirts there for sale because it was a, I guess a big, it's a blizzard in Chicago, where oh, for wrestling yeah. teases, so they couldn't get them out. But you order online, and how you sell out at pro wrestling tees? They can just go make more. So how do you sell? <laughs> you just they got a big machine. Like I don't. How do you sell out? And multiple Ricky machines. Slandered a many minimum on pro wrestling tees. But maybe they did a minimum run. But like you could just literally go. Like I go into that store. We were there. T- you know, yeah. And you just hold up a shirt and be like, hey, do you got this in the 3X? And I'll be like, no, I'll go make it right now. And they just take it to the <laughs> back. And then it comes out in 15 minutes. So uh, warm. Okay. Yeah, you get it nice and warm. I saw that CM Punk and Foley were giving their proceeds from their shirts to uh, Brody's family this week. So if you are a uh, you know interested in wanting to support the family, go get a tea. That's the best way. Um, hey, yeah, I I had a question. So I saw that. So um, they gave Brody's son a contract. They correct? did minus one. This is uh, his dark order number. That's really um, sweet. That was cool. So, he so has is a this contract. their is this their way of are they gonna are they gonna be paying like you know supporting um Brody Lee's Probably. wife and kids now? Is that their Probably. way of like saying we're gonna? We're gonna sign you now so that you can be getting paid and make money. I think so. I mean, he's yeah. interested. He's and very they, interested in wrestling. So, like, if yeah, he so ever wants to get training later, that's that they say right, whatever he's do ready now. But that would be that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. oh, okay, so they're gonna they're gonna play him. He's already time. bigger yeah. than Marco Stunt. <laughs> so that you can make what Brody Lee was making. So that you yeah, can pay yeah, he already power bomb Marco Stunt off the stage. The the way I kind of uh, you know uh, related to is kind of like you know when that person passes away kind of taking over the pension of that person you know it's kind of how it feels like so i'm happy that they were doing that i think like the the pay or the contract that brody lee was in is just going to go to the family and yeah that's you know right. and, saying like so that they can still make money you know mm-hmm. I would that um brody absolutely lee was like one of the one of the main pushes of him going to AEW because she knew he wasn't happy. So it's like, you know, I'm not sure what what type of um, money they would still be getting if this happened while he was over in WWE with them being independent contractors. I don't know if they have like a, a pension or anything no. if they pass. I don't think uh, so. They would have just, just wrote a check and kept it moving. Um, so someone in a, in a group that I follow was like, I thought this was a beautiful gesture, but don't get me wrong. Maybe I'm being too nitpicky, but I would rather see AEW set up a trust or something for both of the kids that they could have access to and do whatever they want after they, you know, were 18. But sure. for all we and, know, and again, and we don't know. Yeah, we don't know that. We don't know. And that's where I wanted to get to is that they could have done that as well. Like, we don't know. And also, just, just, to, just to play devil's advocate. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, AEW and anybody who's helping is not obligated to help at all. No. You know, so whatever they're doing is is incredible. Um, But by no means are they obligated to do anything. You know, it's dope that they did. And I'm sure there's probably a lot behind the scenes that we're we're never going to know about. And it should stay that way, Mm -hmm. you know. But, you know, know, I, I get you when you being real, he didn't die in the rain. So he didn't die a fault of AW or anything. So yes, anything sure, that they're doing sure, just sure. to take care of, you know, someone that they love and care about 
fallen soldier, making sure that his family is is straight, you know, like any soldier they should do. But I'll say this much though, man. When I, I saw the you, you can't start saying what somebody should do or they need to do this or do that, because then you kind of get caught up in that situation where it's like, well, yeah. if this happens to more people, you can't expect the company to be able to do that type of stuff for everybody. So just yeah. be happy that they are going to take care of them in the way that they can. Yeah, they're doing a lot more this, than most this, and more than they have to. So it's it's dope yeah, to see them. This, 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 I think the scariest part of everything that we you know regarding this situation, um, it, it didn't actually dawn on me until today when I actually saw when they I saw the graphic, um, and they may have put the his date, you know, the year he was born, the year he died. He was forty one years old. Yeah, forty one, bro. Like I, I'm forty. I just turned yeah, forty. <laughs> And and yeah, that man is scary, in exponent. He was in exponentially better shape than I'm in. It makes you think. And brings your mortality to to, to, to pass from a non-COVID related lung issue at 41. That is scary, man. That it is, was a, that's that. It was a man. true gut punch to to realize the fragi- the fragility of of the of the circle of life, man. Like it's just so scary to just think that from one week to the other bro like it just it can really turn around so i think when they kept when they kept saying like take the time to hug your loved ones man like fucking do it man like hug your loved ones because it's just so scary like like it, it was a it was a rude reminder that that happened and it was just awful. So everyone out there in the chat and, and, you know, even right now, uh, ran Teak, G rock. I love you guys. And I appreciate everything y'all do for me and much love to you guys, man. I definitely do love you guys. Yeah. I mean, man. here in Arizona, absolutely. you know, where this podcast is, um, stationed, we, we got to see that happen with, with trap, you know, like just how quick something can, turn for the worse and yeah. you know like so yeah. yeah what happened with Brody Lee is like man like yeah he wasn't off TV for that long but just you know when something is whatever the situation might have been once they found out about it it could have been too far along or it could have just been yeah. like hella hella aggravated just, or whatever you know where it's yeah, like, like things aggressive, just, just like you. like you know just, just taking them out fast like we saw Trap go from like you know Weight wise, you know, built like a gorilla to you know got ate away, looking like, you know, uh, a yeah, he was he was so, built, he was fit, like what Rock said, you know. Yeah, so yeah, man. It's like it's... I, I wonder how Brody Lee was looking, you know, when he passed. But it's just crazy because I never even when he was off TV, I never once thought like, oh, some something would be going on, you know. None of yeah, they happened. never really said he was sick. It was just yeah. we don't we don't thought he was injured or something like that and. You know, mm-hmm. obviously everybody just like Rand was saying with that um guy he buried, everyone wants to um contribute COVID to everything that's going on. And that's why in the group chat I had sent you guys that um that blue meanie post that he had made on Instagram where it was saying like, you know, it's the it's the families, you know, it's up to them whether they want to let you guys know or not. Yes, the fans wanna know. Yep. But yeah. if they don't want to tell you guys what it is, that's up to them. None of your business. At the same yeah, time there are there are things out here that can affect you lung-wise that is not COVID. And, and, and we have to remember that we are guests in their world. 
Yes. Like, yeah, they don't like, owe you anything. Like that's exactly. what it comes down to. Like these people don't owe us anything. They give us their bodies. You know right. what I'm saying? But yeah, so but just they don't owe you anything like, else. He thought he know? had the flu or something, and then you know he has to get you know a lung removed or something like that. It's like man, that stuff it hits you like that. So yeah, you know, like Neo said, you know, um, all of us, you know, getting up there in age now and the. Uh, the fragility and you know just bringing your own mortality into um in the question so yeah man i want want all of us to start taking better care of ourselves man you know even though if something is going to happen it's going to happen just like rock said that guy was in great shape but still we're not yeah, all in great the shape things you can control <laughs> we should try to control them exactly sure. if that happened to him and he was in great shape and we're not in great shape yes, sir and, yeah. and we need to yeah, start trying to make sure that we're <laughs> in better shape to be able to fight some of this new stuff that's coming out. I heard that, um, you know, it's a new strain of COVID coming out around here. Somebody was talking about that. It's some, um, some killer Colorado gonorrhea. got a case. So, so some new, a new strain of gonorrhea going around. So y'all better be careful. <laughs> man. Better stay inside. But yeah, man. Life, up tight. Life's short, man. So just take care of yourselves, man. Take care of each yeah. other. We don't know how, what, what tomorrow's not promised. Hug your loved ones. Um, just like what I was told when I, you know, got married, one of my homies was like, well, this is the easiest thing I can give you is don't go to bed angry at each other, you know? And right. I say that about right. anybody I love. I, I make sure there's, I'm never going to leave a conversation with, with something unsaid, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm angry or whatever, I'm going to be like, hey, uh, I was tripping, you know what I'm saying? And like, try to fix that because... You just don't know. You don't want that guilt. You don't want. You don't want that. You don't want to go on bad terms with anybody. Not at all, me man. And, so me I'm, and Rand both lost our fathers this year. So you know, it's like, yeah, man. You just don't. Me, know, and, my, dude. me and my grandfather weren't on the best of terms um, before he died. He died in 2018, a year before my stepfather did, and uh, it fucked me up every day. And I ain't a chance to tell my love him. So yeah. everything Rand saying is fact. Like, yeah. Try go. not to leave the, the 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 you know leave someone said you know I I'm, I really believe in that so and I, and I agree with Teak saying for next year man like let's 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 set a health goal you know and do our yeah I remember we were supposed it. to do that before Ram but yeah let's do that man let's make let's make this health pack even if it's just one thing like all right cutting out sodas or you know not drinking every day or you know what I'm saying like a, a small thing that can kind of change change your direction. Why do one opens up one. a soda? <laughs> no, this ain't this ain't soda. This sparkling water, bro. Okay. Yeah, you just <laughs> murdered Chipotle, though, son. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But say that was that was a uh, veggie bowl. It's pretty healthy, though. You know, uh, Chipotle I mean, healthy there, little motherfucker. You can already see how rocky is. I know we all grown men, and don't nobody want nobody over <laughs> their shoulder. Like, hey, what's that you eating? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what you got? Hey, no more, no more. Hey, my fault is these. Is these fault? It's hey. they fault. Hey, yo, no let's more, no more let's, McRibs, Neo. No more. Let's, let's just split a McRib. Let's let's do portion control. What a split? Okay. Oh um, man. So yeah, I want to end with something positive, man. Let's talk about Brody Lee. Any memories? Any favorite matches? Oh, anything man. you got? If you don't have anything, that's fine. I want to just kind of end with that and um, yeah, go out on a on a good note. And I want to talk about. I, I think it was. I'm getting the years mixed up. I don't know if it was. 2017 when the whole Wyatt thing went down and Randy Orton was a part of it. Yeah, and when they won the title, the tag belt. He won the tag belt with Orton. Yeah. 
And yeah. um, and then later on, uh, Bray went on to win the, the main title. I really thought, and Bray fought Randy at Mania, I thought that match should have been a triple threat. I really thought, I just knew, like, oh, man, like, Harper should have been in that match because he was so hot up until that point. And, like, I remember that was the moment where I was like, oh, dang, like, this dude can go, you know what I mean? And, like, I remember we were in Phoenix, and the crowd was chanting for him, like, Luke, Luke, Luke. And I was like, yo, he's kind of over. Um, so I don't know if I could go with an actual match from that point. But if I did, it would be Elimination Chamber 2017. Luke Harper That's versus good Randy Orton. Very good um, one. Very, very good match. And I think to me, when I when I saw this match and how it ended, I was like, oh, well, I think this guy's a, a main eventer, like, you know. Yeah. So I was very surprised, pleasantly surprised at how that match went. And um, so I would say, please watch that. If you haven't watched the, what was it, Battlegrounds, Triple Threat, Shield? Usos? Oh, yes. Battleground with the Usos. Was it the Usos or the New Day? No, I think or was it was it both. Uh, maybe they did both. No, no, it was Usos. You're right. 2014. It was Usos, yeah. Like 26, was Rowan. it 14 or 16? That was 14. 16 was a. Uh, was was New Day sixteen? Was it New Day or, or Shield? I, I'm I'm mixed up now. Okay, but okay. 2014, I have that in front of me. Battleground, Usos match, fire! Oh my god, that's I when the Usos the, was doing the the old Samoan gimmick. That was with, with the, face with the colorful face paint. Yeah, oh, it was coming out doing the Siva towel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I always loved <laughs> it. You know, I was doing the. Real, real, he's doing, real. Real. He's doing real, a random like old yeah. man in the club. You, you had the Spice Adams. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's my Um <laughs> oh, Anybody who I love the big guy versus little guy tag team matches. Like yes. I love those dynamics. You know, like being able to throw these guys around and all that. And that's a great one for that. So if anybody has any other, even more recently, or just some classic Brody Lee memories. To to let the people go I, on, I had the yeah. pleasure. I had the pleasure of uh, of of standing face to face with Mister Lee. That was that was really cool. Uh, WrestleMania after party, New York. Yeah. Somehow I ended up in a in a conversation circle. <laughs> it was Braun Strowman. It was Randy Orton, who I didn't realize was tallest. Fuck. Yeah, he's, uh, he's like six six. He's like a real life action figure. Like, like that dude is, yeah, he really is. Uh, <laughs> so, so Braun Strowman, Randy Orton, uh, Kim, Randy Orton's wife, who is about this high. So I don't know how that works. And uh, I know how that works. <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> and 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 uh, I'm I'm too high for this shit, man. Talks. Listen, and, uh, and, and John Huber, <laughs> a.k.a. Uh, Luke Harper at the time, a.k.a. Brody Lee. Yeah, and yeah man, I, yeah, man, I shook his fucking hand, man. I was just like, you, know, you wanted the best. You don't, know how you, you don't know how you put a round peg in? <laughs> Jesus. <Yeah>. Man. Well, <laughs> I just want to offer my condolences. <laughs> any Brody uh, memories? To the do, you, uh, do you have any? Any any Brody Lee memories or I mean um, man, just just him with the him with the Wyatt family. He was a <laughs> he was a strong worker, that discus lariat. Um Yes, yes. Talk about that clothesline. His big God boot. Damn. Like he mm-hmm. 
I always call it the Harper Lariat from now on. I hope they do. Yes, Harper Lariat. Let's go. Always felt like Rowan, you know, shout out Rowan being there with the sign and everything. But during their tag team, and I always felt like Rowan Rowan brought them down, you know? When they Hmm. tagged together as Wyatt, I always felt like Rowan ate the pin. He was the reason why they lost (laughs) and stuff. I'd be like, man, Luke, I was like, Luke got so much potential. He can get away from from Rowan. (laughs) He can get away from (laughs) Rowan. That's funny. Like, then he, he was the guy who would take the pin. Like that was just yeah. his job. And then they put them together as the Bludgeon Brothers, and I'm like, man, they just can't get away from each other. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the Bludgeon Brothers for a minute, Bludgeon and Brothers then it just cool. kind of wasn't that great anymore. It was. But, it would have been. It would have been cool. It was cool for a minute, but I think you just can't. You know, just like we were talking about, like the the Viking Raiders. I think like guys like that, Viking Raiders, the Bludgeon Brothers, like. Stuff like that can work in NXT because NXT people want to have fun and we more want to give things benefit of the doubt, I feel like. And I feel like WWE dudes are jaded. So when you see people Mm -hmm. carrying around these big-ass sledgehammers, it's like, come on now, what the fuck? You going to use that shit or what? What you bring (laughs) in? They never use it. They would leave it at the (laughs) ring. Um, (laughs) I saw it's a really good interview, him and Emilio Sparks on that other thing. Um, and uh, they, they have a good chat and he talks with about those like, other guys, how he used to come to the ring with so much gear and how he had to remember all of his gear and remember his hammer. And he was like, so afraid he was going to forget something. So <laughs> Rowan, they would have to like remind him and like do checks with him. Um, but yeah, like when I heard him talk, I was just like, man, like, why didn't they let this dude talk? Like, I feel like WWE had, a they had something with, you know, they really did. And I think making him that the brilliantly character that that wound up on AEW, I'll never forget that match. Me and Neo were just talking about it, where he destroyed Cody Rhodes. Oh, I mean, yeah. destroyed like destroyed, beat the brakes off Cody. You can body that, that motherfucker. You didn't see his main event potential in that, bro. Match. Yeah, Cody got no offense, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. And he just destroyed him, and I was not expecting that. And I was like, okay, I could see him main eventing, like for sure. Uh, let's, so I let's just talk knew. about that clothesline for a minute. That's the best clothesline since JBL. Even mm. in the game, beautiful. That's the best fucking clothesline because I can sneak, I can sneak and pull that off as you're getting up, like, and I don't have to do no kick. I just rotate right into mm. that motherfucker. Yeah, like, that clothesline. It's a great, great clothesline. Yes. The discus slapping. Like the montage of that shit. A, and I mean, yes. you gotta be. You still gotta line. be in shape, G one, and you gotta have a strong arm. You go ahead and discus lariat. Clothesline somebody if you want to dislocate your shoulder thinking you um broke Lee out. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> For real. Oh mm. uh, man. So yo, we're gonna probably end there. We have hit yeah. the two hour mark. I just want to say I appreciate everybody for hanging out. Uh our live audience on Twitch, as well as you listening wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, uh I don't know where else. Stitcher, steelcage.com. Yeah, yeah. Wherever you get them. Uh, Give us all the stars. Give us a five star like Uncle Dave would never do the WWE. And um, yeah. Tell everybody you you love them. Tell your family you love them. Kiss your kids if you got them. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, give people their flowers while they can smell them. Yeah. Yeah. Patch up them old beefs if (coughs) possible. I mean, some things are just not repairable, but you know, if you can, if you're able. You might just speak your piece. You can't control what somebody else does Thanks. or whether they give you, but you can always speak your piece and give your, you know, your apology on your side. Stop um, putting off. Stop putting off till tomorrow what you can do today. You know it's cliche, but tomorrow's not promised. So if you keep real. on saying I'm gonna do that tomorrow, you might wake up, you know, like so, 
as a ghost. I was just about to and, say. And you know, know, yes, watch Soul. If watch you're a soul. creator in any way, watch Soul because mm-hmm. it's full of like gems for you creatives. Know, like yeah. like Cat Williams said when he was like, you know, you wake up and you in heaven, like damn, I did eat a salad. Like, you know, you can just <laughs> you just turn around and your ass be gone. So you know <laughs> for sure. Also, we have a pro wrestling tea shop at pro wrestling slash Mania pod. Go and get a t-shirt. We appreciate you. I think we're still the only store with music. Go get that. Yeah. Uh Teak, you got any music coming out soon? Oh, man. A lot of music that I'm going to be bringing next year, but I don't have no date on when music is going to start dropping. So, just um, just fuck with the boy. Just, um, just pay attention. We're going we gonna to get some stuff in. Um, Got to get in the lab with, with you, Rand. You, um, last time I linked up with you, you let me hear some songs, and that um, that Alphabet song, been, um, I want to hear it again, man. It's stuck okay. with me. So. Okay, I got it. I'm going to send it to you. Uh, okay. So I got a lot of new music coming next year as well, but uh, in the yeah. meantime, keep up with us on all the socials at Matt Mania Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Matt Mania Pod. You can go to at G1 The Rescue, at Rock Knowledge, mm-hmm. and VVOX, and at Teak underscore Hall, and me, I'm Megaran. A lot of new productions coming out. Um you. Got some G1, <laughs> you got some G1 beats coming. Yeah, I was using uh, next. Man, top of the year uh single I'm, with with Bonnie G and Jay Mello will be dropping. Uh I mean, I just want to know when we going to get that Megaran and T call um photo man. for them G1 beats. Man, it's mm-hmm. time. It's time. It's time. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that, like everything that twenty twenty one uh everything that Rand was talking about a little while ago, I needed that advice about five months ago. <laughs> Shit. But anyway, oh, it's all good, man. Yeah, it's all good. Get, you had to get past things that was um, you know, you had to get over hurdles and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah. um excite bike, you know. You played mm-hmm. excite bike before on the time. Oh yeah, you fall, you get back up on the bike, you keep mm-hmm. moving. Yeah, man. <laughs> and above all else, man, everybody be safe. You know, we're recording this on the thirtieth. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. You really it's shouldn't hard. be outside your house any goddamn way. Get in the house. But if you decide to venture out, be safe, be smart. You yeah, know, I know we talk about it, but nobody got the safest possible way. Nobody has New Year's and, uh, plans, right? Everybody's staying in the house. Staying in the house. I'll be at my mom's yeah. crib. Yeah, my, my, girl, my girl driving to me, so I'll be at the crib. Yeah, so stay put. Unless, if you uh, can, stay, please stay safe. And as always, in 2021 yes. and beyond, keep your shoulders off, off the, mat. the mat. Happy New Year, y'all. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.